Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is, of course, the group that hands out the Oscars every year, and among Hollywood elite, the award for the best foreign language film is one of the most talked about, even though we, as the general public here in the U.S., might never see the contenders. Someone at the Academy got to thinking about that award and decided it might be better if we called it the best international feature film more inclusive. Let's see how that's working out. The committee who oversees nominations for Oscars recently decided to disqualify the first-ever entry from Nigeria, a film by Genevieve Njahi called Lionheart. The reason, given by the committee, the dialogue in the film mostly in the English language. Not foreign enough, they said. The problem is the national language of Nigeria is English. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't either. The things you learn on this program. (laughs) They won't make you rich or... That's right. But they will fill your head with useless bits of information. Your social standing won't increase by (laughs) lifting or anything, but... In fact, it might go down. It might go down just a touch. (laughs) Well, Cliff, I was thinking this morning when I was driving into work... Yeah. ...that I've been in a radio for a long... Yes. ...long time. Yes, you have. I can remember when FM Mm -hmm. meant that your station could only broadcast on Friday mornings. And I wish we'd bring that back. Is it me? I just wish we could go on Fridays and be done. You're just trying to cut your work week down. Here we sit, November the 6th. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, tomorrow will be the day when the malls all over the country start putting out their Valentine's Day decorations. (laughs) It is insane the amount of Christmas stuff that's already out. I know. Yeah, I, I understand that. I don't recall it being like this last year or the year before. Do you? Not really, no. And I get a gift from Cliff. (laughs) I'm kind of excited about that, Cliff. It should be. It's going to be a fun gift. I can't wait for you to try it out. But i got to wait over a month to get it. Yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) This Chicago resident remembers the afternoon of January 29th, 2015, just like it was yesterday. And perhaps that's why Yolanda Blassingame is now seeking legal aid in federal court. She told a TV station in Chicago that at first she thought someone was trying to break into her home on that afternoon while she cooked dinner and her three sons and their cousin did homework. It soon became apparent that wasn't it as simultaneously the front and back doors of the home flew open, flash bang grenades were thrown in, and soon a large number of both SWAT and plainclothes police officers entered the house to serve a search warrant. Paperwork filed in the federal case against the city of Chicago and the police department there outlines the trauma the woman says she and her family endured with their house suddenly filled with smoke and the kids finding themselves on the business end of several semi-automatic weapons. Blasting Games attorney says the cops were looking for a man named Derek Bell, who was, by all accounts, a bad, bad man. There was, as you might expect, one problem. While Bell did at one time claim that address to be his home, he hadn't done so in nine years. 
And at the time of the raid, he had a different address, a state prison some 200 miles away. <laughs> and he'd been there for almost five years. <laughs> Do you think, Cliff, after that happened to you, yeah. though, if you were one of the youngsters doing homework, that yeah. would be your excuse? <laughs> to... like, that's way better than the dog ate my homework. Yes. <laughs> the SWAT team smoked me. <laughs> No, True. seriously. No, you, yeah, you it's in the police report. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that song by Jake Owen played off of a computer cliff. Yes. And as is most of our music here at Country 98.1. This is true. And it's so much nicer than it, what it used to be whenever it was, uh, well, years ago, records that the, you had to queue up. The vinyl records. Yes. That's and correct. According to Rolling Stone magazine, yeah. vinyl albums are very popular once again. Like they're making a comeback. People are loving listening to music yes. on those albums. The trouble is, yeah. after you play an album, unless you're mm -hmm. extremely careful, and I've yeah. never been that careful before, you get to the point to where your music turns into, hear every scratch on this record. <laughs> that's right. That's ex no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. what happens. Right. And, and the computer is so much nicer. Until it crashes. <laughs> And Cliff's on vacation. And That's then, right. And then his panic sets in because nobody knows how to fix and, it. And there's no way to play a vinyl record around here anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> well, Cliff, one of the uh, downfalls yep. of being famous and lending your name to a business of any kind is... Is what? When there's trouble, yeah. your name gets run through the mud, too, because it's on the building. True. And that's what Jason Aldean's experiencing right now uh -oh. What's at his going bar down in Nashville. So he had a bar in Nashville. Oh, he's got one right there on the main drag, Broadway Oh, Street. Broadway, which is like, uh, it runs right up past Ryman and Bridgestone Arena and all them. Yes. Places. Yes. It's called uh, Jason yeah. Aldean's Kitchen and Rooftop Bar. Okay. And it's quite popular. Yeah. But uh, recently, mm -hmm. well, they're in uh, being accused yeah. of racial profiling and not letting oh, people really? into the bar. <laughs> no. And there's talk of a lawsuit and all of that stuff. Yeah. And, of course, the people that actually run the restaurant, because yeah, he really... he's not there every day to, you know, unlock the front door and welcome guests in. He's not flipping burgers no. in the grill, that's for sure. <laughs> They're running all over the place trying to... That's one thing you do not want... Well, no. ...to be known for, because then business yeah. goes right down the and tube. Because, and because Jason Aldean's name is on the big sign out front, it's guilt by association. Yes, it is. And everybody will be, like, boycotting his music. Right. <laughs> well, Cliff, yes. a jewelry company created a golden toilet with a seat made out of bulletproof glass. <laughs> now, if you have to have a toilet, first of all, made out of gold. Yeah. And second of all, the seat has to be made out of bulletproof glass. Yeah. I don't know what you're expecting on doing with that. If you're <laughs> thinking of someone's going to attack you or something and you could flip the seat up and fend them off. Or if not, maybe you should ask your doctor if Miralax is right for you because there's some issues going on there. If you have to use the words bulletproof in connection with any part of your toilet, you need to have someone examine your diet. Yes, a GI doctor <laughs> should be your first call today. Weed, as is frequently seen on the national news, the state of California is a wide and diverse place. And with that... A wide and diverse range of problems, with the worst of those right now being wildfires. But there's a new problem government officials are warning about. It's too bad, though, that we can't get one problem to cooperate against the other, as they might actually cancel one another out. 
It seems as though the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has switched its dam safety action classification of the Mojave River Dam to high urgency, meaning they believe in a severe weather event the dam could fail, causing flooding downstream for more than 140 miles. All that water could put out the wildfires, but that's in the other direction. So here's a list of things going on right now in California that are bad or could be bad. Wildfires, power outages, earthquakes, massive flooding, still to be determined, locusts and pestilence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's the time, Cliff. It's time for the phrase that pays. And we would Mm -hmm. love for you to give us a call at 812-386-1250. Give us your phrase for this week. That's right. If you can slide the word Opry in there somewhere at the beginning, middle, or end, (laughs) that would be fine and dandy, too. Hi, who's this? Randy House. Okay, Randy, do you have a phrase for us today? Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. The Grand Old Opry is the daddy of all music. Well, Cliff, I need to uh, grab a Q-tip. Why is that? And dig it straight deep into my ear. Why? I thought he said... Yeah? The Grand Old Opry... Is the baddie of all music. The baddie. The baddie of (laughs) all music. No, it's the daddy. I threw nuts at my lawnmower Monday, Cliff, and I'm not very proud of myself for doing it. Yes. What happened? Out of frustration. At your lawnmower. Yes. You see... You've had a storied history of trouble with a lawnmower, and I thought we'd finally put that to bed this year when you splurged and got yourself a really nice mower. Yes. And by the end of the season, the first year of using it, you're throwing things at it. That's exactly right. It happened Monday, Cliff. I was doing the last mowing of the season. (laughs) Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. And I had the blade down because I was just going to scalp the ground. As low as it'll go. As low as it'll get. Yeah. And I was going along just fine, and I got as far away from my house as humanly possible. Right. And still be on your own property. (laughs) And it slid sideways, my mower, Yeah. and it got stuck in the field in a only mud spot out there at that time Monday. So this was like before the rain. Yes. Monday night. Yes. So things were relatively dry, except for that one muddy spot, which you found. Yes, it's like my um, lawnmower had a laser pointer going right for the mud. <laughs> That's right, and that one tire was going to go there no matter what you wanted to try to do otherwise. Well, it ended up with all four. All four were in there. Yes, okay. and so I have to walk to my house, yep. and I grabbed a shovel, and okay. I walked back, and trust me, it's a long walk. <laughs> and I got tree limbs that were around me, tree yep. branches, yes. put them underneath the back so wheels you're in front get, of them. You're trying to get traction to get out of this mud hole. And nothing was working. Okay. And I rocked it back and forth, yeah. nothing. Then I started digging with my shovel for an <laughs> shovel. hour and a half. Digging. <laughs> I was digging in the mud for an hour and a half to move this lawnmower approximately yeah. four and a half feet. Okay. Is all I had to go. And the, nothing was working. I was hot and sweaty and mad. Yeah. Uh-huh. And out of frustration, that's what it was. Yeah. There was a bunch of hedge apples laying around me. Now, you may know them better by the name Apple Monkey Balls, but that's what those around me. Well, that's what they're called. They're called that? They're called Apple Monkey Balls. They're, they're these large green things. Yes. And I always thought they were just called hedge apples. No, no, no. But in fact, they are known also as Apple Monkey Balls. And I grabbed me a handful of them yeah. and just started throwing them at my lawnmower because <laughs> that's going to get it out of the mud. 
Clearly, that was the answer to the situation. Yes. That you had found yourself in. Yeah, yeah. Throw some nuts at it. That'll <laughs> fix it. How'd that work? Not worth a dang. <laughs> Is it still out in the mud? No, I had my nephew oh, come okay. rescue me, but yeah, he would still be there if it wasn't for him. Yes. Cliff, we got a uh, phone call mm-hmm. that has a question for you oh, this morning. okay. Cool. Are you ready? Yes. Hi, I'm waiting, Cliff. Check the Montwell checking in. Cliff, I've got an important question to ask you okay. on sweet story. Yeah. With arms that short, how hard do you reckon he can throw an apple monkey ball? <laughs> Well, first of all, it's not a story. It actually happened that way. That's the first thing. Yeah, because the the word story indicates that you made it up. I did not make that up. And you can't make stuff about your life up like that. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a good contest, though, Cliff. To guess how hard your little arm can throw an apple monkey ball? We could have a prize package made up, and I could bring some of these hedge apples. Mon- yeah, apple monkey balls, apple whatever monkey you want to call, or whatever. The- I could bring them in. Yeah, and we could get somebody with a radar gun. A Surely radar there's gun. a baseball right. coach around that has a radar. That has a gun. radar gun. And the closest to how hard I can throw one of those, that yeah. would be our winner. That would be kind of cool. I could throw them against a building in the back. <laughs> Are they squishy enough to splat? If you could actually generate enough speed. Oh, you'd have to be. Um, Probably major league oh, level okay. throw. So that's not going to happen. No, yet, it's just going to bounce, I think. <laughs> well, you just want to be careful, though, throwing your apple monkey ball. Because? Because we wouldn't want you to throw out your little monkey shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the whiskey. It's in oh, the back Oh, that's room. right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. God. In fact, maybe we should just get out your little monkey shoulder. Yes? I don't know this to be true. Yeah. But I kind of believe it is. What is it? A goldfish's sole job in the world is to introduce kids to death. Because, <laughs> you know, you go to a fair and yeah, you right. throw yeah, the you ping throw pong, the pong balls. ball and you take home a goldfish in a plastic bag and you put it in a glass jar or bowl of some type with some water and hope it lives and it never does about three days <laughs> it's gone and then it's gone and right. so then you get the first lesson that's right you have a goldfish funeral out in the backyard <laughs> or in the uh, in the the flush yes right? yeah, yes that one you see i remember cliff when yeah. you used to throw the ping pong balls in there at yes. fairs and they actually gave you the glass the bowl that it came in instead of putting it in a plastic bag they just handed you the whole thing. The whole thing. Which was, yeah, you know, that? the first glassware I ever owned. <laughs> was. <laughs> did you break it? Of course I did. <laughs> That's why the fish is no longer there. <laughs> well, Cliff, the chicken at my house. Yes. As we've named Cluck Upon Us. <laughs> is starting to get yeah. into my head. Really? Like a... Um, well, like an opponent in a sporting <laughs> event. He's starting to get in there, right. I'm telling you. He chases me around in the yard. Right. He comes and goes at his own leisure. That's right. He just randomly shows up. I may not see him for 10 days. And, and then suddenly you, you go out the garage, you step out the side door, and there he is with his 
one little eyeball that he has on that side of his head looking at you like, what are you doing? And what then if doing? I move, what are you doing? he takes off after me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's got rabies. Can a chicken <laughs> get rabies? I have no idea if a chicken can get rabies. I guess any animal could if it I suppose. got rabied yeah, up. I don't know. I'm telling you, Cliff, I'm to the point where I'm so nervous. I need one yeah. of those animals that helps me out. You mean like an emotional support animal? I think so. To help you calm yourself after you get all anxious about the chicken who's living in your yard. If you had a chicken chasing you, you'd be anxious in your yard too. <laughs> Maybe I could get like a... Yeah, I was going to say, so if you're going to get this emotional support animal, what are you going to get? I'm thinking a rooster. A rooster. I'd like to have a rooster. <laughs> well, that wouldn't, that wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be any better. I mean, basically, you'd have two chickens, except this emotional support rooster would have one of those little vests on. Of course, he would. <laughs> Warning people: this is a working rooster. Don't stroke the rooster. It's working. That's right. <laughs> and then at night, I would take the vest off yeah. of him, and yeah. he could stay outside. You're not taking him in with you? It's my emotion. I'm not worried about his. Oh, he's going to get lonely. No, he won't. He's got a chicken out in the front yard. Oh. It's 920. I'm going to mark this time down because I am sitting here absolutely stunned this yes. morning. Yep. That Cliff Ingram, the man who hates, despises, take it to the bank, yep. has offered this morning to actually do today's take it to the bank. That's absolutely correct. Wow. On Even on a good day, I just generally tolerate it. But today, I thought... I would do the take it to the bank, and there could only be one reason why I would do take it to the bank. To save it from being a train wreck like it usually is? <laughs> okay, there's two reasons why I would do okay. it. <laughs> there's that. Okay. <laughs> and then it just gives us all another opportunity to make fun of you. <laughs> so that's what your take it to the bank's about? Well, it's a truthful bit of investigation about something we discussed earlier in the program you remember your lawnmower and the fact that i don't know how many acres you got out that way but you found the one mud puddle that was there and you got that i don't know 1100 pound lawnmower stuck in it <laughs> and then you lost your temper i don't know if i like where this is going <laughs> i'll take it to the bank maybe i should do one instead oh no 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 i'm doing it today you got it covered. Huh? I have it all covered, yes. Okay. Thank you. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yeah, it's my turn. And here's Cliff Ingram. It's my turn. Yes. As uh, many folks may remember earlier, there was discussion about your lawnmower challenge. It's not the first time you've had a lawnmower challenge, but this may be the most serious of challenges. Because in all the acreage out by your house... There was one mud puddle, and you found it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and then your response to try to get that lawnmower out of the mud, well, nothing seemed to work, and then that led you to anger, and then that led you to throwing things at your lawnmower, and what you threw was the fruit of a tree called a hedge apple. Yes. Now, it's also known as apple monkey balls. And we found out by a text message that it is also known by the name Osage Orange. And that kind of piqued my curiosity. So I went to work doing a bit of research on the Osage Orange and found out that the actual Latin name, scientists would call it the Maclura Pomifera, whatever that means. But in any case, 
it's a tree known as monkey balls. The tree can grow as high as 50 feet tall, but most, most, most people don't know is that it's actually native only to a comparatively small section of East Texas. And so if you find one here in Indiana, it was put here on purpose, or anywhere else for that matter. The purpose probably for most people was broken down lawnmowers. <laughs> so in fact, there's the reason that it could very well have gotten here is that there's somewhere historically a long line of broken down lawnmowers being twa- between Texas and Indiana. Well, I don't know about that part. Some of that you can actually take to the bank. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I think you know which parts. Why would you plant one of those things? Those nuts are horrible. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> All right. Well, thanks, Cliff. My pleasure. I think. You know, Cliff, it's weird yeah. how things work out. What's that? Something that you hate so much, just like you with Take It to the Bank. Yeah. You come in and you take over the Take It to the Bank. Yes, I did. And then the text messages start rolling in. Yeah. And the first one that popped in said, Cliff may have just gotten Take It to the Bank a nomination for another award. Ooh, yes. Ooh, very cool. That was very cool. <laughs> and the uh, person texting in yeah. believes that it will be the Apple Monkey Ball Trophy. <laughs> so I'm going to get the... Is that kind of like Dancing with the Stars? The, but with monkey balls. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> I think theirs is called the Mirror Ball yes, Trophy. Yes, and I'm going to get the monkey ball. Oh, that'll be cool. <laughs> I hope you win the award, Cliff. Until today. Yeah. Who knew that there was such a trophy somewhere in the Appar- world? That apparently, you could win? whoever this texture is had knew exactly what it was. Yes. Must have been a, spent a lot and, of their use. And you know. Well. Oh, no, that's fine. It's funny what you find out from your parents. Things I didn't know that they knew, and yet they knew them. We talking about it next? Sure, let's do that. All right. Well, Cliff, what did you find out from well, your parents? Um. My mom sent me a message while we were just discussing the hedge apple, or okay. monkey balls. And the reason that they are so prevalent in so many areas of the country, even though that they are you know, originally only from that portion of Texas, is because the wood is so hard. And the farmers back in that period of time would plant them and then just nail the fence right to the tree. They used the actual living trees as a fence post because the wood was so hard and would last forever. And that's what these are. That's exactly what... Really? Yes, exactly. There's an old junk fence yeah. attached to these trees. Well, it's all rusted up well, Why didn't that. you say that? Well, I didn't know that it, was, it meant anything. <laughs> well, now you know. We should have a segment here <laughs> called yeah. Wise Words from Cliff's Parents here on this program. You know, it's going to go poop joke eventually. Though, I know. It's going to... Yes. It's... Surprised it hasn't went there this morning already. Here's Jason Aldean. Cliff, anything said today? <laughs> yes. Ironic that all of the phrases of the day today seem to have come from something that happened at your house. <laughs> Number three, don't stroke the rooster. <laughs> Number two, I threw nuts at my lawnmower. And that generated a discussion that ironically... Matched up with the very first thing I wrote on this paper this morning. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Fill your head with useless bits of information. (laughs) Because we now are all experts on a hedge apple. And it doesn't mean a damn thing. That's exactly right. (laughs) Well, Cliff, I 
kind of feel like our work's done here this I morning. believe we're good. All right. Let's take the rest of the day off. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.